ضمن ما رند Good afternoon everyone. Happy Easter to all of you and all the families that are here. I know the church looks a little overcrowded right now, but don't worry, Jesus. Jesus loves us whether we're sitting or standing, and so we're doing it for the Lord, right? So it might be a little uncomfortable, but it's beautiful to see the church filled with so many people who love Jesus. And so I want to share a little bit about my journey and how I began to love Jesus so much. So about so about 13 years ago, I started to go to mass every single day. And I was going to mass every single day by the grace of God. God was working in my life. And I started going to mass every single day and one day when I was at mass, the only thing I understood about mass was that the Eucharist was Jesus. The priest just says, this is the body of Christ. And I say amen and I know this is Jesus. Hopefully we all understand that the Eucharist is Jesus. That's all I know. But I said I started looking around church and I was like, "I know, Lord, something great is happening here. Something amazing is happening at mass. I want to know what does it really look like? Something is happening. I want to know what is mass? What is it?" And so I said this prayer to Jesus and you know I'm looking around there's only old ladies there and I'm looking around like looking for angels I'm like looking under the pew they think Father Kevin's crazy I mean Kevin's crazy and you know Father Pan already thinks I'm crazy but I was looking for angels I'm looking for angels in the church where are the angels I want to see I want to see what's happening here And so that day as soon as I said that prayer to Jesus I was like I want to know what it looks like And I went to my aunt my aunt's house right after mass You know, went over, had a meal, had lunch, ate some kolache, and then she's like, "I want to give you something." And, she, and she's like, "I want to give you something." So she goes into her garage. She's like, I'm, "She's looking for something." Y'all, I have no idea what she's looking for. She's like, "I want to give you something." She comes out and she puts this book in my hands, and it says, "Holy Mass explained by Catalina." I was like, "What?" I just asked Jesus, "I want to know what the mass looks like," and she just dropped it right in my hand. And then I read this book and I was in awe, I was in shock. My heart stopped. I was like, "Mass? The holy mass is the foot of the cross? Mass is a sacrifice? The sacrifice of Jesus?" And so in this book, it said that every time the priest does the prayer of consecration, it's as if, as if you were at Mount Calvary when Jesus was crucified once and for all but you are there with him at every mass with mother mary weeping there with him the graces of the cross are made present to you at every single mass so when you're bored on a regular monday tuesday wednesday buna kevin by the parents doing mass in chaldean barely understand it yes but it's the sacrifice of the cross every single day in every catholic church Jesus's cross is made present with his resurrection every single day and so i was going to mass every single day and i gave this book to my brother my little brother and when he read it he couldn't believe it he's like do people know this i was like probably not 
just a bunch of old people at Mass, and who's at Mass? But today, not so much. And so, me and my brother started going to, he started going to Mass every day with me. The guy who never went to Mass ever, Christmas and Easter, started coming to Mass with me every single day. I was just baffled. And all the old people, and my other brother, my other little brother started coming with me every day. And they looked at us very strange. They're like, why are these young people at church every single day? We're about to pass into the next life. We're here because we're getting ready for death. But why are these young people here? Why are these young people? They looked at us very strange with suspicion. And one day, one day my mom came, she comes with us on First Friday Devotion. She came with us. And all the old people come walking up to her. Are these your kids? What'd you do? How'd you do it? How are they in church? Mine are falling apart. How, are, how did you do it? What did you say to them? And I just said to her, she's nice to her mother-in-law. That's why all this happened. No. No. So, no, that's not what I said to her. But anyways. Anyway, so, God's grace was working. He was changing my life. And so I share that with all of you today because this church is beautiful. It's only beautiful. Well, Jesus is always here, so it's always beautiful. But it's more beautiful when all of you are here. What is a church without people? What, are Je what is Jesus without his disciples? So Jesus is calling us to Mass every single Sunday. And so, I want us to know, well, what, what, is the, what is the main point? A lot of times people don't really understand the most awesome gift of the Eucharist and how it is literally the resurrection, the resurrected body of Jesus is the Eucharist. And Jesus, on Holy Thursday, sometimes, you know, we skip from Holy Thursday, and we just go to the resurrection, as if all it is is the resurrection. So on Holy Thursday, Jesus celebrated the Passover. He's taken the Passover, and he's changed it. It's no longer the, just the Passover of an ordinary lamb, it's the Passover of Jesus Christ. You know, Mass, the word Mass, is a very poor word to explain what is happening here. In Chaldean, we say Razen. This, this, this is the Raza. Raza means mystery. The mysteries of Christ are being made present. Mass just means dismissal. It doesn't explain really what's happening here. So at every Mass, Raza, Jesus says at the, at, at the Last Supper, He says, this is my body. He says, this is my blood. He says to all Christians, He says, do this in mem memory of me. And so, I have to ask you, if Jesus asked you to do something, what would you say to him? No? Yes, the kids are nodding. Yes, he gives me a thumbs up. Yes. The little guy, he knows. He's smart over here. Thumbs up. Yes. These guys, right here. If Jesus asked you to do something very simple, he says if, in John 6, if you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have eternal life. And then in John 6, he says, if you do not eat my flesh and drink my blood, he says, you have no life. That is very scary. He says, you have no life. If the Eucharist was a symbol, could Jesus say that it gives life? A metaphor can't give life. If Jesus says the Eucharist gives life, and if you don't receive it, you don't have life, then it cannot be a symbol. Jesus 
the heart of Jesus on the cross, the whole point of the cross, and the whole point of the Bible. A lot of times people don't understand. The whole Bible is literally written for the Eucharist. There are seven covenants in the Bible. We say Old Testament, which actually means covenant. The Old Covenant. And then the New Covenant. What is the New Covenant? Jesus says the Eucharist. He says, this is the blood. At every Mass, the priest says, this is the blood of the New Covenant. So the, the Bible is literally written all pointing to the Eucharist, not just so you can think about God, so that you can eat God, receive God. And so when Jesus said that, basically what he was saying is every time you come to Mass, you have now become, when you eat the Eucharist, you become one with God, you become the family of God. You literally become one body with Him, and you become His family. And so it's very, very important today, we, we have a crisis, a real crisis. And I'm not trying to force anyone here to go to church. I'm not going to force you. You know, when Jesus first spoke about the Eucharist to his inner disciples, they're like, this man is going to give us his flesh to eat? And this was, these were his disciples, his inner circle. And he kept telling them over and over again, this is my flesh, you must do this. And they walked away from him. And then he looks at the 12 apostles and he says, do you want to leave too? By all means. He doesn't force anyone to receive him, to follow him. He doesn't force. The priest should not force. I don't force people to come to church, but you're here on your own by God's grace. And so if we don't understand the basics of our faith, faith the ABCs, the literally the basics, the basics that Mass is Mount Calvary. It's the sacrifice of Christ. The Eucharist is the body of Christ. Jesus is asking you to attend. If we don't understand the basics, then the resurrection that we are celebrating here today is really just an empty ritual. And it is in vain. And so that's why I share that story with you. Simply to really ask yourself, when I say that Jesus is my King, when I say He is my Lord, but I don't do the simple things that He asks, unless... The simple things, the simple things, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty, maybe a little bit guilty, yeah, a little bit, just a little bit guilty, just a little bit. Because there was a time in my life, I never went to church, Easter, Christmas, that's all I went. Jesus' grace hit me, like a flood, hit me, and I know the truth, and I just want to share that truth with all of you and all these families here, especially you kids. Sometimes mom and dad are very busy with work, your heart is open, you're more, you have a meek heart. You know, I had to lead my parents to Jesus because they were so busy. I had to lead them to the Eucharist. And so I really ask you to reflect. What can I do more to come to church? Do I need to change my schedule? Do I need to ask my brother who works in the liquor store, you know, you work in the morning, I'll go in the evening. What do I need to do? Little initiative. I work 40 hours a week and I went to Mass five, six days a week and I wasn't even thinking about becoming a priest at that time really. What can we do to really enter into the resurrection? Because every Sunday is the resurrection of Jesus. It's every Sunday. That's what we celebrate, is the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so I really want us to think, look how beautiful this church is. But usually, 1 o'clock mass, okay, 11.30 is really busy. 1 o'clock is half empty. 10 o'clock in Arabic, half empty. 8.30, half empty. 7.30, 
75, 25% half empty. And so, for 2,000 years, Christians have been going to Mass. But this is the first generation of Christians that do not go to Mass anymore. Instead of 80% going to Mass, 90%, 80 to 90% don't go to Mass. You know, Jesus in the Scriptures, He says, Why is it that when you see a storm coming, or the clouds getting dark, you know a storm is coming? But He says to His disciples, Why do you not recognize the signs of the times. What kind of times are we living in today? Recognize how the culture of death has affected you and me. You must recognize what the culture is doing to us. If you don't recognize it, you will be swept away by it. And years will go by. Five years, ten years, twenty years. And the only time you will see Jesus is on Good Friday, Resurrection, Christmas, and then he's gone. And so I just want us to really reflect on what did Jesus really come to give us? And it's really his whole self every single day and every single Sunday. Amen.